This is a production of 1217 Media. I audit thousands of websites a month. One of the most common problems that I see with websites is the social media icons on your website hold zero value. Social media is not a replacement for your website. People think that when they have a website, they don't have to do anything. This is probably the biggest mistake of it all because if you don't have traffic on your website, then there is no purpose for you to have a website. Number seven, this is one that a lot of people don't know that they're making. I cannot tell you how big of a sneaky mistake this is. When people are confused about who you are and what you do, they're not gonna take any action. Confused people don't buy. Confused people don't subscribe. Let's make it better by going up together. What up, what up? I'm your host, Courtney Sargent Sr., The Design Goat, and this is the Design Goat Podcast. Before we get started, make sure you subscribe to the show on iTunes or wherever you listen. Share this with a friend and leave a review after you've listened to the show with some feedback. You're in for a treat today, folks. We're going deep on this topic. Today, I'm giving you the 10 website mistakes that you're probably making and don't even know it. You don't even know that you're making these mistakes, but guess what? They're hurting your personal brand. The 10 website mistakes you're making, that's hurting your personal brand. And I'm going to give you the solution for each one of them. Before I jump in, let me remind you that I do have a free PDF download of these 10 website mistakes. Just click the link in the show notes, the description, and you'll be able to download it for free. Totally free. It's a free guide. 10 website mistakes that you're making and how to fix them, what to do about it. All right. Number one, not having a clear and concise message on the homepage. Uh, This is actually one of the deadliest mistakes that you can make because confused people don't buy, confused people don't subscribe. And when people are confused about who you are and what you do, they're not going to take any action. You only have a few seconds to communicate who you are, what you do, what benefit you provide for your users and your customers. And when it comes to your website's homepage, man, those few seconds are really critical. Uh, Most websites are confusing and don't have a lead message at all. I audit thousands of websites a month and one of the most common problems that I see with websites, they don't have a clear and concise message on the homepage. So here's a solution. You need a one liner, get you a one liner that simply states who you are, what you do, who you do it for and what their benefit is. And it needs to be so easy and so simple that a caveman a caveman can understand it. Okay. So don't try to be all eloquent and use big words and use industry talk because that doesn't sell. Make it quick, short, sweet, and to the point. Um, and put that on your homepage and put that everywhere. Homepage, website, social media, LinkedIn, your link tree, emails everywhere. All right. So that's number one. Number two, having too much text on the website. Don't you hate it when you go to a website and you're kind of scrolling through and then boom, you just hit with this wall of text and you just like, oh my God, man, I don't have time to read all of this or these giant paragraphs. Listen, we live in a scan society and people scan your website from top to bottom, bottom to top, left to right, right to left. And people don't have time to read a bunch of text. There's only one condition where people really read a lot of text. Really two, maybe contracts. (laughs) And I'm going to say maybe because people sign contracts and privacy policy statements that they don't even know what it is. They just agree to it. 
But the other one is when they are in the buying mode. When people are ready to make a buying decision, that's when they're going to get more in-depth and read more. The tolerance for reading more is a lot higher at that point because they want to make sure that what they buy is actually good. You know what I'm saying? So the solution to this is to balance out your text uh, and your comment with strong visuals. There is a ratio, like a golden ratio for text and images, and it's 70-30. 70% images and visuals, 30% text. And this is going to help keep people engaged and interested in what you have to say. And this is not just for your website, but for everywhere else as well. Think about it like that and keep that golden rule in mind. Number three, not having enough visuals and mixed media. Many people fail to achieve the right balance between text and visuals, and it results in just this dense and overwhelming text that really hampers your engagement overall. Whether Again, whether it's your website or your email or your social media, even social media posts, like you don't want to have a lot of like too much text. You may say, Courtney, how much is enough? Well, enough is enough. But too much is too much. <laughs> like, I can't tell you. I don't know what point you're trying to make. Right. But you got to have mixed media, meaning audio, video, uh, pose, th things to keep people engaged and to capture their attention. I, again, I see a lot of websites and a lot of times that there's not enough visuals and mixed media. You can even have audio on your website like way, 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 way back in the day. It used to be very common to go to a website and music start to play <laughs> or like some audio start to play or some video just automatically plays. I remember those days, but I also remember when I started telling people, no, we don't do this no more. That's not good practice. But yeah, you can have audio like MP3 players and videos embedded in your website. That's mixed media. So that's the solution to not having enough visuals is to shit include some visuals. All right. Visuals that quickly capture people's attention amidst all of the content that's online. You got to capture their attention. All right. Number four, failing to create impactful call to actions. And a call to action is a statement or a button that encourages someone to take a specific action, whatever action that you want them to take. And that action needs to move the needle for them and for you. And they're very important because it tells your audience exactly what they need to do. And there's no confusion. So think about it like this. When you have a lead message on your website, you have uh, visuals with mixed media. You have just the right amount of text and you have a powerful call to action. Man, those are four things that is a recipe for success. And so whenever you can put those four things together, it's going to be very, very powerful. The solution to not having impactful call to actions is number one, to listen to my last episode about call to actions. I gave you the ultimate guide to CTA. So go listen to that episode and you can learn all about CTAs. But make sure you have strong call to actions on your website and make sure that you don't have too many or that they're too vague. All right. So that's number four. Number five is outdated or amateur design. And man, you know, I probably should have put this as number one. Bad design can have a huge impact on your business and it can lead to decreased customer engagement, decreased leads, decreased uh, conversions and a high bounce rate, which is a big, big no, no. And the thing about it is I'm very passionate about this. So I'm going to try not to get too turned up. But the thing about it is an outdated amateur looking website. It creates the impression that you don't know what you're doing. It creates the impression that you're not serious about your business. It creates the impression that you're an amateur. 
even if you're an expert at what you do, you can have an amateur looking website and you still going to look like an amateur in the eyes of your users, in the eyes of, of the people. And so you really, really, really need to think twice about doing your own website. I encourage you to hire somebody, man. Like there's thousands of graphic designers and web designers out there who will work with you on your budget, at your budget level, right? That's the solution, right? To, <laughs> to outdated or amateur design is, is to hire somebody. A modern website will look professional and it's going to give visitors a great first impression for you. Plus, it really makes it easier for people to navigate your website, to learn more about you and learn more about who you are and what you do. And you want people to have a pleasant experience on your website, right? Of course you do. All right. So just follow the best practices. And I obviously can't give you all of the best practices in this one particular episode. This podcast is just about that. It is literally a lifetime of best practices when it comes to personal branding and websites, which is why I started doing this podcast in the first place. Okay, number six, website design doesn't match your brand identity. This is a big problem too. This is a mistake that, I mean, you probably don't even know that you're making this mistake. Having a website that reflects your business, your values and your mission, and even your style and personality, it's essential for creating credibility and creating trust with your users and your your most valuable clients. And when your website doesn't match your brand identity, your values don't don't match up. You know what I'm saying? Like your style don't match. It's like having peanut butter with no jelly. It's like having jelly with no peanut butter. It's like having sugar, but no Kool-Aid. Like, how does that work? Like, what are we talking about here? It has to match. Your website design has to match the way that your brand looks online. It needs to be a cohesive, design a cohesive visual all across the board. Your website needs to look like your LinkedIn. Your LinkedIn needs to look like your Instagram. Your Instagram needs to look like your Twitter. Your Twitter needs to look like your Facebook. And you need to have all of those things that match across the board. Your ads, your graphic design, your social media posts, uh, the graphics in your videos and your reels. I'm talking like from color to images to logo to font. It all has to match. And when it don't match, that's, that's not a good look for you. It's not a good look for a professional, for an expert, all right? Um, and it makes people feel like you're not legitimate. And so the solution is to do what I just said. Make sure everything matches across the board and it should be a reflection of your company and your personal brand overall, all right? You get it? Got it? Good. Hey, I want to interrupt the episode for a minute and tell you about an amazing giveaway I'm doing this year. I'm taking it up a notch. Every month of this year, I'm giving away a one page website. Now, this is for somebody who really needs it, who really wants to get their venture off the ground and they just need some professional help to get kickstarted. So as the design goat, I feel it's only right that I give back because I've had such an amazing 14 year career as a designer. So if this sounds interesting to you, head over to my Instagram at Courtney Sargent and see the giveaway post for details. Enter the giveaway for your chance to win a one-page website for free, no purchase necessary. Let's make it better by going up together. And now, back to the show. Number seven, this is one that a lot of people don't know that they're making, but they are. Putting the social media icons at the top. Man, I cannot tell you how big of a sneaky mistake this is. When you put any icon, it can be social media or it can be anything else. When you put your icons at the top of your website, 
You're like, yeah, I want people to know, you know, I'm on social media and I want them to connect with me on social media. Listen, they probably already came from social media. That's probably how they got to your website in the first place because they was on your Instagram and they tapped the link in your bio and boom, and now they on your website. So they already know like in this modern age of business, it's a given that you're going to be on social media. Put them at the bottom because it doesn't matter. Your social media icons on your websites holds zero value. All right. Let me say that again. The social media icons on your website hold zero value. And here's why social media is not a replacement for your website. Your website is the central place for your brand. It is your home online. Your website is like the front door to your to your brand. Okay, and so when you have a professional personal brand, a professional business at the end of the day, do you have a website? that matches? Do you have a website that's professional? Can I go there and learn about you? I cannot tell you how many deals I've won simply because I had a nice looking website and it's not the best website in the world, but it's a nice looking website. Nobody asked for my Instagram. Nobody asked for my Twitter. Nobody asked for my threads. Nobody asked for my uh, LinkedIn. Yeah, I get business from all of those places, but when it comes to business deals and when it comes to real business, Man, ain't nobody checking for you on those social platforms. They're going to check that website. Your website holds more value than your social media. And so put your social media icons at the bottom. I'm not saying you shouldn't have them. Put them at the bottom. And if people want to connect with you there, then they'll they'll connect with you over there. All right. So we almost finished. Let's go to number eight. Top 10 website mistakes. Number eight, not capturing email addresses to build an email list. Or I would also say not having any lead magnets. Building an email list is crucial to your your success as a personal brand and as a business. And it's super important to capture emails from your visitors and from your users. But I see a lot of times people don't have a lead magnet. They don't have a way for people to join their email list. Shoot, go to my website. You're going you're gonna to have plenty to pick from, right? I have a resources page on my website. Plug. Let me plug the Up Together community. Um, this is something totally brand new that I'm starting. So I'm, let me go down the rabbit trail right quick. Up Together Community is a commu- new community that I'm building for entrepreneurs, personal brands, and experts. And it's really just a community of us just coming together to help one another. As you know, my phrase is let's make it better by going up together. I live that. I mean that through every fiber of my being. And so go to my website, CourtneySSargent.com, click on community, and you'll see a lot of resources, books, podcasts, courses, all types of stuff there from other entrepreneurs, including myself. So and if you want your stuff listed there, just fill out the form on that page. Click the button. Right. I'm giving you a call to action. Click the button on that page and, and fill that out. All right. So not capturing emails is a big mistake. Really, really big mistake. Honestly, the average business owner don't build an email list. They don't consider building an email list even important because they honestly they just sleep on the power of emails at the end of the day. Your website and your email list are the only two things that you truly own on the Internet. And so the solution is to create lead magnets uh, for your website for people to opt in for. And let me do another plug. These 10 website mistakes that I'm giving you are also a PDF download on my website. Go to CourtneySSargent.com or in fact, just click the link in this description for this episode and you'll be able to download a PDF of these website mistakes. Totally free, totally free. All right. So you got to have a lead magnet for people to download that's going to give them value, but then also move the needle for you. 
All right, number nine, making the website static, AKA no engagement. Having engagement on your website is essential for everybody, for, you know, you, and what I mean by, the, by engagement is you, you need some type of animation, you need some type of something that captures people's attention. It could be a slider, um, you know, it can be a poll, it can be interactive elements like a quiz, like a spin to reveal the deal, uh, motion effects, video, parallax uh, images, like backgrounds, like where you scrolling the image in the background scrolls a little bit slower or a little bit faster. Um, so these are all solutions to help keep your website uh, engaged and keep the people there on your website and never underestimate the importance of just making sure that your visitors are engaged because that is where the conversions happen when they're engaged, they're going to convert. Okay. So you got to make sure that you have those, um, just points of engagement on your website and rounding out our list. Number 10, not marketing your website to drive traffic. This is a big, big mistake. This is probably the biggest mistake of it all because people think that when they have a website, they don't have to do anything. And if you don't have traffic on your website, then there is no purpose for you to have a website. Now, I ain't saying you got to have a million visitors a month. I'm not saying you got to have a thousand visitors a month, but you need visitors and you need to market your website. You need to send people to your website. Your website can be the most beautiful, engaging website of all, but unless your potential audience knows about it and your customers know about it, it don't serve you any purpose. So the solution is to market your website and to optimize it for search engines so that when people search a term that's relevant to your brand, you're going to come up, right? So, and plaster your website address everywhere. Put it in your call to action for your social, put it in your link tree, put it in your, your bio, put it everywhere. You got to drive traffic to your website and it needs to be targeted traffic and it needs to be purposeful traffic. It can't just be, Hey, visit my website. No, give them a reason. And I don't have time to talk about it, but that's like, you have to build your website with the purpose in mind. I talked about this actually on another episode too. And you know, having an online presence is going to help you reach a wider audience. It's going to help you build brand recognition and establish your credibility. And when you have a website, yo, you official and people say, oh, you don't need a website. You don't need a website. Well, that's probably for beginners and probably for people just that is just starting out. You really don't need a website in the very, very, very beginning, depending on what your business is. You know, you can still make money without a website, but when you want to elevate and go to that next level of professionalism, you got to have a website and you got to market, you know, more website visitors mean more potential customers and clients and opportunities to sell and convert those browsers into buyers. And you need a multi-pronged approach to marketing your website, uh, which should include SEO. It should include content marketing, email campaigns, social media management, uh, pay-per-click advertising, and a lot more. Any and everything that you can do to drive traffic to the site, make sure you do that. And visit my website, CourtneySargent.com and SargentBranding.com. All right, just a little plug. This is my way <laughs> of marketing my website as well. All right, so that rounds out our list of 10 website mistakes that you're probably making and don't even know it. Let me recap really quickly. Let me recap real quick. Number one is not having a clear message on the homepage of your website. Number two, mistake number two, is having too much text. Mistake number three is not having enough visuals and mixed media. Mistake number four is failing to create impactful call to actions. 
Mistake number five is having an outdated or amateur design. That's a big pet peeve of mine. Mistake number six is your website design doesn't match your brand identity. Mistake number seven is putting social media icons at the top. Uh, mistake number eight is not capturing all, uh, not capturing any email addresses to build an email list. Or I will also say not having lead magnets on your website. Mistake number nine is making the website static and not having any type of engagement. And mistake number 10 is not marketing your website to drive traffic. Listen, again, I have a free PDF guide for you. You can download it with the link in the description. 10 website mistakes and how to fix them. And I might, I know I will, (laughs) send you some more helpful information related to websites and how to improve and elevate your online presence. If you've listened to me for any amount of time, then you already know my favorite phrase and my life's motto and philosophy is let's make it better by going up together. We may be all on different paths, on different directions, but let's help one another get there, man. A rising tide lifts all boats, right? So, um, you know, there's plenty of room at the top. There's plenty for us out here. Even if we're in the same business, yo, there's plenty of business out here for everybody. Until next time, listen, man, thank you guys so much for listening and subscribing to the podcast. That's another call to action. I got a lot of CTAs today. (laughs) Uh, Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or whatever app that you listen on. And please leave a review because that helps the show get boosted up into the rankings. Just tell me one thing that you uh, learned from today or just tell me which one of these mistakes are you planning to work on for your personal brand? All right, until next time, man, let's make it better by going up together. Peace out, yo. This is a production of 1217 Media.